Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Right. All systems nominal. Uh, did you hit the OK button? Yes, I did. Awesome. Okay. Welcome back to the Creator Trey podcast. This is Trey, and today I have Quinn or uh, Quinn the Eskimo, as he is called on his social media. How are you doing today, Quinn? I'm doing great, Trey. Glad to be here. Yeah. Super excited. Yeah, it's awesome talking to you. I've been on a few of your Clapper lives and stuff like that. And you Oh, nice. You seem like you have a lot going on. <laughs> I do. I'm busy. I got all sorts of irons in the fire. <laughs> would you mind For telling, sure. Would you mind telling our awesome audience a bit about yourself? Yeah, basically, uh, so I I was a single dad for most of my life. My wife had mental illness, and so I raised my eight kids by myself. And um, and I really just that was my life. My life was just being a dad uh, and just trying to do as good of a job as I could. And um, you know, I always told my kids, I said, when my job is up and you guys are ready to go out on your own, then I am selling the house. I'm getting the hell out of here, and I'm going to travel the world. And so that's what I started doing a couple of years ago. And uh, I, I've just been, I've been traveling. I lived in seven countries this past year and um, I'm on my way to Guatemala actually uh, in, a, in a, just about a week. And um, I just, I literally just live a gypsy nomad lifestyle and, you know, similar to a lot of people uh, during COVID I was bored and, you know, we're all quarantined and so on and so forth. And I got on TikTok uh, and I thought, what the hell? I could do this. <laughs> so I started making TikTok videos and then uh, just kind of expanded to different platforms after that. I'm on, I, you know, I, I'm on, I don't know, six or seven platforms. Uh, but my primary platform these days is Clapper. Uh, I, I got on Clapper a couple of years ago and then I had to take a break while I was traveling because it didn't work in the countries I was in. Uh, uh, but now, now it's, it's, it's come up a long ways and it's, it's doing much better. And so I can get back on it. So I'm super excited about that. I love clapper. So awesome. That's my story in a nutshell. <laughs> well, we'll definitely be diving more into that, but I also, I have to start with this question. I Googled, sure. I Googled your name and what came up first result was actually a song by Bob Dylan. I <laughs> That's right. I remember a video um, once that you were really happy that you were able to choose your own name. Could you tell right. us a bit uh, about that and if that song goes into that at all? Like, it does, actually. Yeah, that's been my favorite song for a long, long time since I was a young man. And um, I just I just love it. It's a good, joy-filled song. And then basically what happened is like after I after – I, uh, I, uh, I I sold my house in Texas. My kids were pretty much gone. I, I traveled over to Florida to uh, to visit my parents before I left the country. I was moving to Spain, and uh, and basically that's when that's when Corona hit. 
And so I got quarantined here in Florida and I was in this beautiful place, man. I was like right on the beach, but it was like, all you could do all day was go out and sit on the beach. Like, you know, I was, I was lonely. Uh, it, even though I was in a beautiful location and I was depressed, man, because I was like, I don't even know who the hell I am anymore. Like I've been a dad for so many decades now and my whole life has been my children. I'm like, who am I now that I have all day, every day to think about this? Like, wow. Who, and I, I asked myself the question, who do you want to be Quinn? Like, like, you know, you got a long, a long life ahead of you still in this second chapter. Who do you want to be? And I thought back to that song and I, you know, the song, I don't know if, if all the listeners do, but basically it's this song about this guy, Quinn, the Eskimo and all these like townspeople are kind of going through the drudgery of their day, just doing the mundane things, you know, uh, life is, life is a little boring and, and, and they're, they're really excited because they've heard that this guy, Quinn the Eskimo, is going to come to town. And Quinn never appears in the song. But the joy of these people that he's going to appear is like evident throughout the whole song. And then they're singing that chorus, you know, come on without, come on with it. You've not seen nothing like the mighty Quinn. You know what I mean? And so I said to myself, that's the guy I want to be. <laughs> I want to be Quinn. I want to be a guy that like, even though I'm not even there yet, people are like, dude, it's going to be so awesome when Quinn gets here, man. He's like the coolest, nicest guy, right? Like they're excited. I thought that's who I want to be. I want to be somebody who brings so much joy to other people that I don't even have to be there yet. And they're already happy. Uh, and so that's kind of my goal. And so I took the name Quinn the Eskimo. <laughs> and I, and it's literally become my 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 real name today. I go by Quinn. That is so awesome and very encouraging. <laughs> I think that a lot of people could take a lot from that. Um, I've never heard of anybody taking their idea of who they want to be from a song before, but I'm sure that's definitely different. You uh, visited a lot of places in the last couple of years. One of the videos I have, yeah, I've been all over the place. One of the videos that I really liked was uh, a video where you were talking about, oh gosh, uh, an area in Puerto Rico. I can't remember the name of it right now, but that stuff is so cool. Costa Rica, probably. Yeah, I spent spent a lot of time in Costa Rica. (laughs) Puerto Rico, Costa Rica. My bad. Um, Similar, similar places. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, my question is, um, what have you noticed to be the most different when you go to places like that? Has there been any? Well, I mean, I would say like the thing, that, there's a couple of things, Trey, that I noticed. Uh, number one is like, I like to kind of equate it like ponds. All right. Like, uh, it, it's like we all live in a pond and all we can see is the pond we live in. And, and when you travel, all of a sudden you're in a different pond and you're like, wow. Uh, okay, this is different. This is different. This is different. And what it does is it sheds some light on how you saw your own pond and you're able to go back to your pond and see it differently. Now, see why you do the things you do, uh, um, why you've grown up the way you have, uh, put some meaning behind that because you've expanded your horizons now. And now you've seen a bunch of different ponds, right? Uh, so that, that's the, that's the one big thing is just like, is seeing, is seeing yourself and your home differently. Because you've now experienced other people's uh, homes and their lives, and you've expanded your horizons, you know. So, so that's the big thing. The second thing kind of goes hand in hand with that, and that's breaking down prejudices. Uh, we all have prejudices. I don't care who you are. 
you got prejudices. And and the reality is we can have good intentions. We can say, well, I, I don't I don't uh, you know, I don't, I don't subscribe to, to color, for example. You know, I, I don't care about skin color. Well, that's great. But if you've never been around somebody with different color skin than you, then you really don't know if you do or not because <laughs> you've never put it into practice. Same thing with like religion. You know, like I grew up, you know, kind of very conservative Catholic. I didn't know a Muslim uh, forever. And so, you know, I, even though I would say, well, it's OK with me, whatever religion people are, and I have nothing against these people or whatever like that. You know, the answer is you really don't know until you actually go and you live with some Muslims or you hang out and so you share a meal with them. In other words, you got to really get to know people. And that's been the biggest blessing of travel for me is it's allowed me to examine my own prejudices and break those down by getting to know other people, like really getting to know them, uh, living with them, living in their communities, sharing meals with them, singing their songs, like learning their language, like everything. Uh, and, and realizing that, wow, we have so many more similarities than we do differences. <laughs> so I would say those are the two things, really, that they kind of hit me with travel. That's awesome. It reminds me of an old quote, something to the effect of um, to broaden your travel or to travel the world is equivalent to broadening your mind. Right. Absolutely. I would agree with that completely. So you play a lot of instruments in some of your videos, uh, handpan, guitar. I do. What got you into doing that? Well, I so I, I think I play, I don't know, I think I play 13 or 14 now. Uh, but basically what got me into it is I, I grew up in a really musical family. Uh, everyone in my family are musicians and, and everybody's kind of just self-taught. And we just always had a lot of instruments laying around the house. And so we didn't have a TV. We basically had a library and a music room. And so that's what we did. We read books and we played instruments. And, uh, you know, once you've learned a couple instruments, it's really easy to learn other ones because uh, they have so many similarities to them. And so, you know, I've just kind of made it my life's habit to pick up new instruments and learn how to play. In fact, I just bought a new one last uh, last night, a baritone ukulele. Uh, this guy, on, I bought this on Facebook to take with me to Guatemala uh, and it. I'm not even sure how to play it yet, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> that is crazy. That's that's very a very adventurous point of view, and it's it's interesting how something I've noticed for a long time is skills kind of tend to overlap. It's almost as if, um, for instance, um, I'm into photography, right? But mm -hmm. I so am pretty good at spatial understanding and light and shadow and stuff like that, which I can also use to make drawings. So the core things that might make me a good photographer, I can apply to other skills as like a underlying. Absolutely. To it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. My mind just went blank. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's all right. That happens to me too, man. I also wanted to talk about your new book. When, uh, how long has that been out now? Yeah. So basically I just, I just finished it. Oh, I don't know about a month ago and it's called eight ways to be happy. And basically uh, it, this kind of harkens back to uh, me sitting on that beach and just being depressed and going, who the hell are you Quinn? And, you know, I had to ask myself the question, who are you? 
And then I, I had to ask myself the question, like, uh, you know, how do you want your life to be? Like, what do you want? And I said, you know what? I just want to be happy. And I think so many people say that. And it's like, man, you know what? I just want to be happy. Like, you know, and, and, and so I, I legitimately started uh, investigating this. Like, how can I be happy? And every day writing and journaling ideas and trying new strategies. And basically I made myself happy. I, I learned how to make myself happy. And now I'm literally happy in every situation. I don't get angry anymore. I don't get offended. I don't get frustrated. I don't get anything. I'm happy. And when I have uh, emotions that are negative emotions, I've learned how to replace those with positive emotions. Uh, and so basically this book is the culmination of what I learned how to do. And I've, I've distilled it into eight different strategies. And it's basically a 30-day workbook. Uh, so you try these strategies for 30 days uh, and they're very, they're very simple. They're very concrete. Like, for example, one of my favorites is you replace uh, you replace uh, offense with empathy. And if you think about the last time you got offended, uh, you know, someone just got your goat up. You know what I mean? They made the hair rise your neck. You're like, what? Can't believe you're set. You know what I mean? You're kind of offended. Right. And and if you think about it, that's a very human reaction. But it's also a very selfish reaction. We're only thinking about our own self at that point. We're thinking, I can't believe this person just said this to me. That hurts my feelings or that makes me angry, whatever. I'm offended. Being offended is about you. It's not about anybody else, right? And so uh, what we want to do is we want to replace that emotion. That's a negative emotion. We want to replace that. And the thing to replace it with is the opposite. It's about the other person. And so what we do is we start to say, ah, this person is acting a little squirrely right now. I wonder what's wrong with them. <laughs> they must be having a bad day or they must have a rough life or, and you start to feel sorry for that person because why, why else would anybody act that way? Why would they say something nasty? Why would they say something offensive? Because they're hurting. That's why. And, and that is where we start to develop our empathy. We're genuinely putting ourselves into another person's, not, not just their shoes, but into their heart, truly, right? Putting them in, we're putting ourselves into their heart. We're feeling those feelings, and then we're developing empathy for that, that human being that's before us that really is leading a pretty miserable life if they have to go around and say nasty things, right? <laughs> so we've now replaced offense with empathy. And what that does for us is it puts us back in control. When you're offended, another person is is in control. You probably you probably remember like your teachers, or your mom, or your dad, or whatever say, "Don't let other people push your buttons," right? <laughs> and that's really the summation of this: is don't let other people push your buttons. Don't let them be be in control of your emotions. Like your emotions are yours. You're in charge of those, and the only thing you can change is yourself. So why waste your time being offended? Instead, spend your time filled with empathy for other human beings. So that's one of the chapters, basically, that, that it goes through. And we, we have strategies that we work, we work on that every day. And when we, we create a habit out of that after about 30 days, it just becomes second nature. And imagine walking through life and never having to be offended anymore. <laughs> it's a wonderful feeling, and it brings a smile to your face, and you're happier. That's great. This sounds like a, like a journaling workbook. I'm definitely going to put that... Um, a link to that in the uh, show notes so that people can check it out and purchase it. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. It's, I really believe like, honestly, I'm working on three or four other books right now. And one of them, I, I literally put on hold to do this one 
Uh, and I'm so glad I did because I really, I kind of consider it right now, uh, my life's work. Like I, I think it's helping so many people already and I think it's going to continue to help so many people, you know? And, and so I'm really proud of it, uh, because that, because if I can help somebody else, that's the best thing in the world I can do. <laughs> you know, I, I create, I create other happy people that are teaching people to be happy. That's way more powerful than just me doing it. Right. So <laughs> that's my philosophy anyway you've got a great mindset and philosophy that is absolutely amazing it's uh like uh, a lot of entrepreneurs would uh refer to that as a value proposition uh philosophy. absolutely yeah. yes value to other people's lives absolutely that is a question i ask myself every day i'm all about value and i i believe that that's one of our that's one of our measuring sticks really is like whenever we do anything, we have to ask ourselves, like, what value am I bringing by this action? <laughs> you know, uh, if you truly have a heart of servitude and you, you really genuinely want to help other people, then you got to ask yourself that question all the time is like, what value am I bringing by this interaction? Uh, and, and you always want to, I, my philosophy, at least anyway, is you always want to bring, you want to bring more value uh, that is being brought to you. <laughs> Give more than you receive is is my philosophy. And and it, you never end up succeeding at that because the more you give, the more you do receive, you know. But it's a great, it's a great thing to strive for anyway, in my opinion. Absolutely. That is absolutely a great mindset. So um I don't have a lot more uh questions for you. So what are some of the places that you're most excited to uh visit when you go to Gua uh, Guatemala? You know, I don't really know to tell you the truth because I don't know too much about the country. Obviously, uh, I've heard of, you know, the famous parts like Lake Adeline and things like that. But really what I'm trying to do, uh, I, I do the same thing whenever I travel. Uh, I basically my goal is to immerse myself in the culture and the people. That's really my goal. Uh, and I, I don't have too many goals other than that. I'm not usually like that. Well, I want to hike this mountain kind of guy or that. Well, I want to go to this attraction kind of guy. I'm like, just put me in a neighborhood with people and let me get to know them and I'll stay for a while and then I'll go on to the next place and get a different experience. And so that's basically what I do. Uh, and my biggest reason for Guatemala is that I met a guy named Alejandro uh, on my travels. We traveled together for a while throughout Costa Rica and Panama, and he's from Guatemala. And so, you know, he told me a lot about uh, his people and his country and everything. Uh, and so I'm really excited to go there and see it firsthand and then hopefully meet him there. Uh, and then I have another friend, Patrick, who I travel with for a long time. He's from Austria and he's actually in Mexico right now, but he's on his way to Guatemala. And so the three of us are going to be able to hook up in Guatemala which is going to be pretty cool because they're two of my best friends, uh, but they've never met each other, uh, which is pretty cool. So that sounds like extremely exciting. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun, man. And I, I don't know what I'm going to do other than that. I mean, generally, generally speaking, here's the way I travel. Like when I when I go to a new country, I pick the I pick the major city, of course, because you fly in there. Uh, that's your cheap flights. And then what I do is I stay for three or four days in the main city. And I usually pick two different hostels. So I'll go to one for a couple of days. I'll go for, to another one for a couple of days. And the reason why I do that is because a lot of these countries they travel to are pretty small. And so all of the international tra travelers come through the same major city 
uh, when they're coming into the country and when they're leaving the country and they stay at, at a couple of different hostels. And so what I like to do is I'm, I'm meeting two different types of people. One, I'm meeting people who just finished their travels in the country and, and they're like, they're like a font of information. Oh, you got to go here. You got to do this. Take this bus. Do this. You'll save $20. Uh, make sure you go. Hey, if you, if you go here, make sure I, I, I tell you, I told you to, to go here and tell them hi for me. And right. You're getting all this insider information about how to really, really travel the country and see the tra- and see the country. Right. So that's the first type of person I'm looking for. The second type of person I'm looking for is somebody to travel with. Uh, because the best thing about traveling is meeting people on the road and then you you go on a journey with them and you, you, you really, really get to know them. And so I basically hang out in these hostels. And as people come in, uh, I always say, find your vibe, uh, find your vibe, find your tribe. Uh, and so uh, I just I just go there and I, I vibe mm-hmm. and uh, certain people come and they, they vibe with you. And all of a sudden you have a tribe and you're like, where should we go? And everybody throws an idea out and you hit the road and you go. <laughs> and it's fun. That is an incredible way to travel. That is something I will definitely have to try at some point. Um, so this is me not doing my research properly, but um, what's a hostel? I'm sorry. Ah, so yeah. And a lot of people in America don't really understand hostels. Hostels are all over, all over the world. Uh, sometimes they're called youth hostels, but they're not really for youth. Like you could be any age and, and be in a hostel. Uh, it's just that a lot of young people traditionally have been the ones that, that travel around and stay in them. But basically it's a shared accommodation place. So they have these like dormitories uh, with like, you know, bunk beds and stuff like that. And and you just go in, you just get a bed. Everybody sleeps in, you know, the, you know, in group rooms, if you will. And then you have shared common area space, a shared kitchen, it's basically like a huge house that that a family lives in, except the family is like, you know, 50 to 100 people. Uh, there's lots of times there's a bar there. Sometimes there's a pool. There's different activities. Some of them have like language classes, all sorts of stuff. And they're incredibly cheap. You can get them for, you know, $10 or something like that. So, All right, uh, Quinn, thank you so much for doing this interview. This has been a ton of fun. My last question for you today is, is there anything else that you would like to promote or mention before we finish the podcast today? Um, if you see, yeah, I, yeah, I'll tell you about something else that I got. It's starting. I'm, I'm been working on it today. I'm going to be launching it in a couple of days, uh, and it, it's clapper centric uh, because that's kind of like what I'm focusing on right now. But I'm starting. I've started a new community over there. You're, you're probably aware of my group uh, that I have currently. We were up to, I don't know, almost 800 people in Quinn's gas station. And what I've noticed is that there are so many business owners in there, life coaches, musicians, authors, like creatives, like Tumblr makers and T-shirt makers. I mean, everything. People are just like out there. They have so many different like skills and skill sets and products and services that they're offering. And so what I've decided to do is I've started a Clapper business directory online. I've, I've built a website which basically will showcase all of the different uh, small businesses and entrepreneurs on Clapper. Um, and so people from Clapper, I mean, people from anywhere, but specifically for Clapper, they can go to this website and they can see in one place, all categorized, uh, all of the different businesses. Each of them has a profile with links to their store, their purchase point. Um, and then we're also going to have like a lot of like articles and blogs and things like that on there. Um 
to attract organic search results as well. So we bring this community together of entrepreneurs to work together. That's the first thing. The second thing we're doing is um, I've established a new Clapper account uh, for this Clapper business network. And basically, we're, we're not going to just have a directory and help people advertise. What we're going to do is we're going to teach and help grow business leadership. And so we're going to do that in two different ways. The first is I'm establishing a new group with that account, and it's designed for business owners only. It is a paid group, uh, and and the business owners not only work together uh, to to grow, there's different activities to help uh, promote the different businesses and so on and so forth, but we also have a monthly uh, event uh, that we're doing where it's like where they can learn. So we have some, some really well-known uh, folks coming in to teach. Uh, on business concepts, uh, uh, creativity, ingenuity, strategy, things like that, and also doing some interviews with folks so that we can learn from each other and we can continue to grow as business leaders, right? And then the last thing that we're doing, uh, this is our, our third tier of membership. And uh, I, I have for, formally run uh, uh, business groups for, for most of my career. I, 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 was, uh, I, was, I ran a small business marketing company for 15 years. I still kind of run it on the side. And basically, I belonged to a group called BNI, Business Networks International, which is an extremely powerful referral group. People's businesses just explode by being part of it. It's a group that carries a lot of commitment. You have to actually commit to it. And it's a limited membership group. So we only have one business owner in each category. So for example, we might have like only only one uh, only one Tumblr maker or something, or only one t-shirt maker, only one web designer, only one life coach, whatever, right? And these people work together to bring referrals to each other every week. And there's a specific system of how you ask for referrals and how you give referrals. It's all tracked. Um, and it's it's very, very organized and it's designed to really explode your business because you have a, an entire marketing team at your bequest uh, with the other members of the group. Uh, and so that's a really powerful thing. So we're starting one of those. It's going to be an online version of that. But I'm kind of molding it after some of the BNI groups that I've run, which are generally brick and mortar style businesses in a local place. Right. So I've, I've come up with a kind of a, new, a way to create this online uh, for, for anybody, uh, that's on Clapper, that's a, a business owner or an entrepreneur and wants to grow their business. And so that's basically, it. that's, uh, it, and it's going to be really powerful, I think. So I'm launching that. And like I said, in the next couple of days, and, uh, I'm excited because again, yeah, it's helping people and it's bringing value to people. So that's great. Everyone listening to this, um, I'm guessing that there's going to be um, news on that on your TikTok or not? Your oh TikTok. yeah, oh oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm my I'm my I'm my main platform. I'll be I'll be pushing it and and sharing videos on it and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, okay. yep. So I'm going to I'm going to include a link to your uh, Clapper, and I'm also going to include a link to your website so that people can find that. Check out the book. Check out everything. excellent. Yeah, that's the best place always to to find out any information about me is my website. I do I do a daily blog there too. Uh, well, I try to. I say it's a daily blog, but sometimes I'm lazy. Where I give like clapper tips, content creation tips, uh, travel the things, interesting stuff like that, and then I also do a weekly email uh, that is basically an inspirational email. Uh, it has a lot of different stuff in it. Uh, pretty much whatever I want to put in it, but it's just designed to start your week off right. And uh, and get you inspired, make you happy, and 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 get you ready for your week. So, uh, and all that stuff's available on my website. Always, it's that's probably the most updated place for for anything I do. Okay, awesome. Well, 
Thank you so much, Quinn. This has been an awesome You bet, bud. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> Good. Right. Thank you for letting me on your podcast. It's super great. You'll have to send me a link to your to your uh, thing so I can promote that too. And uh, yeah, man, look forward to talking again. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll definitely, maybe I'll do a one. I'll definitely get back uh, to you on that. All right. Sounds good, man. You have a great day, brother. You as well. For the rest of you guys, I will see you guys next Friday.